This week I'm talking about the things that you don't say, not in a non-linguistic programming kind of body language kind of way. I'm actually physically talking about things that uh, happen in situations and when moments pass you by and you wish you said something. Now, I believe that it is always better to address something, whether it makes you look like a fool or not. It's better to address things and communicate with your words than it is to just go on assuming that people have got the idea. It's so much better because it then just clears the air. I've also got some tips about how you can make a really good first impression, but it all starts with you taking that leap and opening up your mouth, forming words and using them. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life with stories of mindfulness and positivity to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. I like to call myself a pretty social, approachable person. I like to think I'm pretty good at making first impressions and I understand the notions of what you have to do to try and impress someone when you first meet them. And a little bit later on in this podcast, I'm going to share with you my tried and tested tips on how to make a great first impression that kicks off, hopefully, what is a really good friendship relationship, a really good ship. First of all, though, I want to talk about regret, that old mother of an emotion. And yes, I'm calling it an emotion because it definitely, you, you feel it. It sucks, right? I get more regret from the things I wish I did than the things that I've done. In fact, there are very few regrets of things I've actually done that I still hold and feel to this day. The majority of the ones I hold on to are the situations where I wish I took action and I did something. For example, I'm going to go back to a couple of weeks ago when I was at the gym. I was around all of the trainers. It looked like it was a pretty hefty session going on. I just arrived. And now as a part of my fitness challenge that I'm doing at this brand new gym, I have access to this private Facebook group. It's pretty handy and it provides some really cool tips and support. And earlier that day, I'd posted in the group a question about hitting my macros and I didn't seem to get an answer. So here I am later in the day having this question lingering over my head in front of about three or four trainers at the gym who would have read the question and are part of the group. And I'm in the gym all in my own head about how self-conscious I felt. I was wearing booty shorts and I didn't feel 100% comfortable in them. I felt about 85% but not 100% confident enough to walk up to one of the trainers and ask my question in person. Now, I realize how silly that sounds and it's put me in a little bit of a downward spiral because now I feel even more self-conscious that I look like an idiot in front of some trainers who I shouldn't really care about what they think and all of this could have been a avoided if I just bit the bullet and walked up to one of them and asked for help. This has happened to me a few times when I'm in new situations, like at work, around bosses or management higher up, and often the outcome's gone completely the other way, or because I didn't feel 100% confident enough to do anything. And the crazy thing here is I'm stuck wondering and no one even knows the internal battle that I'm having in my head. See, people only know what you tell them. So if you act in a weird way or completely blank someone as you see them in the hole, other people don't know what to think. But if you actually say something, take action, even if it's the most scariest thing you've ever done in your life, you're much better off. Even if you say the wrong thing, that's totally okay too. 
If you own that you said something wrong, people are totally forgiving, especially when they see you having a hard time. And in most cases, the fact that you've reached out actually breaks down that mental wall and barrier and shifts the mood of the situation so that you can get on with whatever it is that you need to do, address or ask. Taking action is the most powerful thing that you can do in this world, and it doesn't have to be huge, big leaps. It's actually, in fact, the opposite that I base my life on. It's what you hear at the end of this podcast, and it's what helped me get to where I am today. Those small daily actions that you make in your life every day that build up to the big thing that you want or the change that you want to see in your life. So next time you're in a situation when you're in two minds about opening your mouth, introducing yourself to someone or saying something to someone, reaching out to a boss, trainer, or if you're just in a new situation, I guarantee you'll feel much better. If you actually do the thing, then sit back and let that moment pass you by. Okay, you've waited long enough. Here are my tips on how to make that good first impression when you're ready to take that leap. The first thing and what might be the hardest thing is be okay with yourself. Now, this will take a little bit of work, but when you're happy with yourself, you're more likely to be open to other thoughts, ideas, and people. And you won't be analyzing what the other person is thinking of you when you've only just met them. Now, this is something everyone struggles with. And if you struggle with really badly, I suggest you do some work on it before you start making intentions to go out there and make waves in the social scene, because this is the one important step. It's like the foundation of you making a good impression is you need to be okay with yourself. And you can do that. You can understand you know, what it is that makes you tick and why you aren't okay with yourself. Do some personal development work on that and then come back to this podcast and listen out for these tips and then start making awesome impressions. When you feel good about yourself, you start acting in the best way and then you have the time to let other people's thoughts, influences and situations into your life. One thing I like to do when I know I'm going to be in a situation when I'm meeting new people and I need to be 100% confident is I like to feel good, be 100% sold on the way that I look, right? Get the makeup done, get the hair done. Just make sure I feel my best. I have this dress that's in tatters, but every time I wear it, I say I'm going to repair it, but I love the way it makes my body look. It's bright, it's colorful, and it makes enough of a statement about my personality that pretty much screams. I am Tiffany Rouge. This dress has helped me meet some really cool people and in turn it's given me some pretty cool opportunities. Now I'm not saying that I couldn't do it without the dress. I just know that I feel the best in it and when you're feeling your best you tend to look your best too. So tip number two is make sure you're 100% happy with the way that you look. Then tip number three, it's the action tip I talked about. It's just going up to someone and introducing yourself. You always want to start with, hello, I'm Tiffany. What's your name? It's formal. Everyone knows it works. And if you've ever been at a party and met someone, chances are that's the first thing they've said to you. It's the done thing when meeting new people. One thing I'm terrible at and I need to make a fool of myself to actually remember is retaining the person I've just met's name. And unless I make a mention that I'm terrible with names and have already forgotten it, I've literally already forgotten it. I'm sorry if I've ever done it to you. It's not mean or malicious. I'm just too focused on the pleasantries that I'm not retaining the most valuable information. So points for you if you remember the person's name. 
Then on to tip four, getting to know the person you've just met. Now, the trick here is to ask them lots of questions about themselves. This is one of the easiest ways to make people like you because people love talking about themselves. And when you listen to what they're saying and genuinely find an interest, often by asking about these interests and about the other person's life, you get the opportunity to find a common ground, something you guys have in common, like a hobby, a mutual friend, or maybe just my personal favorite, a belief system. Once you've found that common ground, you're on your way to a ship, whether if it's a friendship or a relationship or whatever. And the relationship is now your oyster. So that's it. Those are my four tips of how to make a really good impression. If you believe them, if you've ever put them to use, I would love to hear about it at tiffanyrouge.com forward slash misadventurous or just comment in however you're listening to this. Even if you disagree, I'd love to have a chat with you about how you think I'm wrong. I'm totally all about the sharing of ideas. So yeah, let me know. Hit me up. But until next week. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.